welcome to The Last Track, where we help people showcase the last track of their life story in their final wishes. I am your host, Brian Norris, the co-owner of Bateman Funeral Home in Newport, Oregon. Just like a song can bring you back to a day, a time, and a memory, so too can a well-planned service. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about money and pre-needs. So let's talk a little bit about a pre-need or a pre-arrangement and making sure that your money is safe. Now, for me, for our funeral homes, we are a funeral home that guarantees your pre-arrangement and we put it into a trust. What that means is we don't actually take it and put it into our bank account. We take those funds and we forward it to a third-party trust fund. And then that way, those monies are held and they're safe. And that way, if for some reason we go bankrupt or something or we, we cease to exist, the funds are safe. And so whatever funeral home you're going to be visiting with to do your prearrangement, and to and set up your final arrangements, make sure you ask them, first off, are the funds guaranteed? And how do you keep my money safe? And there's a couple different ways that funeral homes can do this. Ours, again, uses a third-party trust. And that has a whole separate administrator. The money go, goes into the bank, into their accounts, and they keep it safe. And it grows as well so that that way can keep up with inflation and we guarantee the prices at the time so if you were to pass away in 10 years there would be no more money that would be required for your family to pay for all of the guaranteed items now there are a few things that aren't guaranteed and those are the things that we can't control like this you know the state filing fee for the state of oregon death certificate prices if you have a pastor or a minister that you want to set aside some funds for to help pay them and give them an honorarium, you know, that maybe it's in 10, 15 years from now, it's going to cost $1,000. Who knows what inflation is going to do? Those things we can't guarantee. Everything else that's in our control, all of our service and those things are guaranteed. Maybe you're self-insuring and you're sticking that money away in the bank And you're going to put $10,000 aside in a savings account. And you have your next of kin that has access to the money. And that's okay. You know, if you put all your final wishes down and and place it at the funeral home, they're going to be more than happy, they should be, to hold that information on file. And then when you pass, the next of kin calls and says, hey, my dad passed away. You pull out the file and you see all of their wishes. It's just not funded. And so your next of kin will be paying at that point. And that's okay. That's completely fine. The prices will vary, you know, as far as because you didn't fund at that time and lock in your prices, the prices will, you'll be paying that, that cost. And it might have gone up, you know, with inflation, that type of thing. But again, if you're fully funding yourself by putting it in a savings account, that's fine. So let's talk just a little bit about different instruments that can be used 
during a prearrangement. First, we talked about trust. The money goes into a trust account. The second way is maybe the funeral home uses an insurance uh, agent. And so, for example, some funeral homes have a licensed insurance agent, and that person meets with you, and you write up a prearrangement for your final expenses, and they put it into an insurance policy. And a lot of times those insurance policies can have monthly payments that can be given on that policy. Sometimes those insurance policies have a couple exceptions to them. For example, the first two years, if you were to pass away, then you would have a cash value going towards the final arrangement expenses. Then if you passed away after two years and it's not paid up, it still pays out the entire face value of that insurance policy. And there's going to be a beneficiary and that beneficiary would be the funeral home. That's how that would work. Now, there's there's final expense life insurance companies that are specifically made for that. And you take out the insurance and the funeral home keeps a copy of that policy on file and it's in your file. And when you pass away, it's been assigned to that funeral home and they receive all those funds. So that's one way that people fund their prearrangement for their final expenses. Other couple ways, if you have a reputable broker, let's say you have an, an Edward Jones account or something, you can always put some money away into that account towards your final expenses and then direct your executor of the will or your executor of your estate to just use those funds to help pay. You can put them in a savings account. You can put them in a, a CD. You can put them in any of those types of, way, of ways to do it. That's not using the funeral home. That's just you find out what the expenses are going to be and you put it into an account. Sometimes people like to do that and that's okay. We take checks, we take cash, you know, that type of a thing. So if somebody were to set it aside and then come in and have somebody pay, that takes care of it too. Now, that's not going to guarantee the prices. So for example, if a person comes in and says, Brian, I want to put aside some money, how much does it cost to be cremated? And I would tell him the price. And if he were to go home and put aside, you know, fourteen sixty-five, if, if that was the price, one thousand four hundred sixty-five dollars for a direct simple cremation, and he puts it into an account, that would be there. But if my prices go up, say in three or four or five years, which most likely they will, and he only put in fourteen sixty-five into his account, there's going to be a difference that's going to have to be paid, unless that fourteen sixty-five had earnings to keep up with our prices as well. So that can be done, but it's not a guarantee of taking care of all the final expenses. When you do do a final expense, there's a few things that you're going to want to talk to and ask uh, your funeral home. First off, is it fully portable? So a trust fund is going to be portable because the money goes into a third party if you were to move, say, 100 miles away or 200 miles or 300 miles away, that is fully portable to a different funeral home. And that other funeral home can apply for those funds. Now, they may not be guaranteed at that other funeral home, you know, because maybe my prices are lower than another funeral home. And so you would have to pay the difference. 
or maybe my prices are higher and you go somewhere else. And if you were to pass away, they would get a refund. The family would get a refund. So if you know you're going to be staying within 100 miles or so of a funeral home, you could do a prearrangement and keep with that same funeral home because they can go and they could work that into your prearrangement expense and know that you're going to get be picked up maybe up in Portland, which is 100, 100 miles away or so. And we could still do that pickup and take care of everything. If you're not sure and you're going to move all the way across country, then there are some national companies, and yes, they're more expensive, but maybe those would be what's going to be in your best interest because you're not sure where you're going to end up. And you want to make sure everything's 100% guaranteed. Well, if you are with one of those national companies, they would guarantee that price no matter where you are in the U.S. So that's just something to keep in mind. They are more expensive, but... Again, maybe peace of mind is what you want to have, and that might be the best thing for you. When you pay for your final wishes, so like if you want to pay for a pre-need, then what you're going to want to do is you're going to ask your funeral home what type of payment plans they have. So, for example, a trust, there can be payments into a trust. Sometimes it's just more simple just to, especially if you're doing a simple direct cremation, and it's, say it's under $2,000 for everything, you can just save up the 2000 do it all in one trip, and you're done. Because again, there may be some catches. If it's not fully funded and you were to pass away prior, then there would only be the cash value of that trust fund. So there would be some more expenses at the other end. One more thing as far as funding. Uh, we I forgot to mention a little bit about military burial benefits and Social Security benefits. Your SSI, your Social Security benefits, you receive $255. Well, I should say your spouse receives $255. The surviving spouse receives that money. That money does not go to children or anybody else. And if there is no spouse, there is not that $255. So you need to have that that understanding. And a lot of people, because they're a veteran, they think that everything's covered by the military. Uh, That's only true in certain instances. If a person has become fully or sometimes partially, like more than 50%, disabled by active duty service, there can be some funds. If a person is a veteran and they served but they did not get injured and have that veteran status, there is burial benefits, you know, they, but it's not 100% covered. So I always like to say, if you're going to a national cemetery, from the gates that you, when you enter the gates in, that is all covered and paid for by the veteran service, by, by serving in the military or other organization that's uh, qualified to be buried or placed into a niche at a cemetery. What is not covered is the actual cremation, you know, picking up the person and doing the cremation and transporting to the National Cemetery, or picking up the person, doing an embalming or placing them in a casket, the casket, everything outside the gates of of the National Cemetery. 
you can pay for it with a credit card. Check to make sure that there's not a credit card charge. You can write a check, you can pay it in cash, or some places do payments. And especially if you're doing an insurance policy, they do take payments. And that, remember, there is about a one or two year caveat there that you may not be fully covered until payment in full. I think I pretty much covered most of pre-arrangements. You know, every podcast we take a moment and we uh, take a moment to remember all the families that are experiencing a loss and to light a virtual candle in their memory. So let's take a moment and uh, remember them. This has been The Last Track. I'm Brian Norris, and you can find out more information about Bateman Funeral Home at our website at BatemanPacificView.com, or you can visit us on Facebook. If you have any feedback or any questions about today's episode, you can leave us some feedback on the fa- our Facebook page, or you can give us a call, 541-265-2751, or you can email us at info at We'd love to hear from you.